Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, leader of The Heart. I want to welcome you to The Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. So glad you guys are here today. My name is Dominic Insinius. I'm the leader uh, at The Heart, and I got a few texts while I was uh, uh, sitting over there, so I just want to say hello to everybody who's watching, or I never know. Is it green or red? Red. Okay, hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in and joining us. And for those of you here that you don't know, if you don't know, we uh, stream the experience every Sunday, so if there's a day you can't make it in, you can watch online. You can just go to live.theheart.church. Uh, and you can always catch up on uh, any messages you want to on our podcast and also uh, on YouTube. Just do a search for the Heart SMTX on either of those things. Um, I'm really grateful for y'all to be here today. It's a cool Sunday because we're wrapping up uh, this series, Storytime. And the series has been a lot of fun um, because we've taken a few stories that uh, Jesus told, you might have heard them called parables. We've taken a few parables and looked at them like we were listening to just a story. A lot of times when you, you know, there's a lot of reverency we bring to a Bible and, you know, it's the, it's, you know, we, we, we it's, it's, a, it's word, the word of God and we have, we have a lot of respect for it and that's not wrong, but sometimes the Bible can tell us, there's different parts of the Bible that tell us how to read it, right? Because some parts of the Bible are actually poetry, some parts of the Bible are prophecy. It's, it's people speaking for God or what God would say or is saying. And some of the Bible, some parts of the Bible are just stories for us to learn something from. And that's what these parables are. It's very interesting when, when Jesus, sometimes when he's telling a parable, he'll, he'll, he'll be telling a parable about the kingdom of heaven. And that's kind of confusing. It can get kind of confusing. And especially if you don't know what the heck he's talking about. And it's so interesting to me that instead of saying what the kingdom of heaven is, Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is like. And that's always fascinated me as if the kingdom of heaven cannot be explained in earthly terms. So I'm going to tell you what it's like. And that's what we've kind of looked at over the last couple of weeks is different, different stories that Jesus has told and what we can learn from those. One of the ideas we explored is that a story can mean different things to you at different times. A story can, be, can mean something different depending on the perspective, right? There's one particular way that we read uh, the three little pigs, right? Who's the bad guy in the three little pigs? The wolf, yes, nailed it. Did you ever? Did anybody ever read that story? That was uh, it was a short, as a children's story. It was told from the wolf's perspective on how bullying these pigs were. Does anybody remember that story? So, yeah, so it was just a quick story of like the, the the wolf. He's like, I'm just a regular guy, and I had a cold, and I happened to sneeze, and their house, you know, went down. It's not my fault. They had poor building structure, right? It's all perspective. And so today what I want to do is I want to explore this idea. What we've done for this particular series is we've read the scripture, the, 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 the verse that we're going to be in pretty quickly, and I want to kind of just put it in our brains so we can be thinking about this story. So it's a very, very short story, very, very short parable. It's almost just a couple of sentences. It's Matthew 13, 33. I'm going to be uh, reading it out of the New Living Translation, so you can get to it on your, on your app there on your phone or if you have your Bible with you. It might look a little bit different than the transla uh, translation you're in. That's okay. 
Matthew 13, 33 says this. Here's another illustration that Jesus used. The kingdom of heaven is like, there it is again, is like, is like the yeast, of a, uh, the yeast a woman used in making bread. Even though she put only a little yeast in three measures of flour, it permeated every part of the dough. That's it. That's the story. The kingdom of heaven is like the yeast a woman used in making bread. Even though she put only a little yeast in three measures of flour, it permeated every part of the dough. And we were talking about this this past week. And a friend of ours, Robert Clayton, you might know him. He's here all the time, helps out. He's not here today. Uh, he's here all the time except today. Uh, but it, we, were t- we were talking about this and how much, you know, a little bit of yeast that you need for, for making uh, all this bread. And he's like, he's, he goes, yeah, that's really interesting. You need about that much yeast for five barrels of beer. We're like, okay. It's a different kind of party than the, than the bread party, but uh, we're down for it. So this idea, here's what I want to explore today with you guys in the little amount of time we have left, is a little bit going a long way. A little bit going a long way. What do you have that you think you have little of? A lot of us are like, you know, money probably comes to mind. We need more money. Time, we need more time in the day. We need more sleep. Is anybody lacking sleep? Bing! Sunday mornings, all of us are lacking sleep. What is it that you feel like you're lacking? Do some of you feel like you're lacking faith? Do you feel like you don't have enough hope? You feel like you don't have enough trust? What if a little bit could go a long way? I remember this one time I was getting ready for a for a road trip and I was I was beyond broke. And we, I, I, I didn't have enough money for gas for the road trip. And this is a very old-fashioned sentence. I pawned my PlayStation 2 for $40. I know how old-fashioned that sentence is. Uh, I pawned my PlayStation 2 for $40, fully expecting to buy it back. And I did for 60 And that's how the world works. Um, I just had to use what... I had. Sometimes if you don't have enough of what you need, all you can do is use what you have. Where in your life do you feel like, not you're lacking something like you don't have it at all, but where you have a little bit of something and you just need more. If I, if I had a little bit more faith, I could have a better relationship with God. If I had a little bit more trust, I could have a better relationship with my spouse or with my friends. If I had a little bit more money, I could do more things in my community. I could buy the things that I want to buy. If I, if I just had more, every, every advertisement ever made ha- is trying to convince us that we need more. We need more stuff. We need to buy this thing. We need to go out and visit this thing. What if a little bit could go a long way? Maybe some of you are old enough to remember when you were younger and how much money you thought was a lot of money. And as you get older, that amount of money doesn't seem like a lot of money anymore and bigger and bigger amounts seem like a lot of money. Let me give you an example. My first job, my first job ever was at Bill Miller's Barbecue, Thousand Oaks, San Antonio. Remember that? Oh, that was terrible. Shout out to Bill Miller. It's good food. Terrible place to work. I remember I would, I, I would get out of school, and I would change on the way driving to work right after school because if I didn't, I would be late. And then I worked till like 1130, 
you know, PM had no time for homework or, you know, stay up late and do homework. Uh, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to brag. I'm just telling a story. And I remember it being such a big deal because they paid me $6 an hour. And I was like, six bucks an hour? What are you, out of your mind? I'm going to be the CEO of a company soon with this kind of this dough. And I remember $6 an hour being all the money in the world. And now I don't think that. Now Amber spends $6 an hour on coffee. <laughs> that, was just, that was just for you and me, yeah. <laughs> That's funny because it's true. Right? Our perspective changes. What we used to think was a lot all of a sudden becomes a little bit. Right? The same thing we say when we're looking at a story, how the perspective changes the more you read the story or the more you grow. What you think you have a lot of, the more you grow, the more things change. What you discover is, oh, well, that's not that much. That's not as much as I thought. What you thought was enough becomes not enough depending on your circumstances. So what is it in your life that maybe you used to have enough and now it's just not enough anymore? You used to have a lot of faith. It was easy for you to trust God, but things changed. People died. People got sick. You got robbed. You got fired. And all of a sudden, all of these things add up to, man, it's not so easy for me to trust God anymore. It's not so easy for me to have the faith I used to because things have been different in my life. And I wonder if you and I, whether it's your faith, the hope that you have for a better life, the trust in the people around you, the trust in yourself, the confidence you need. Maybe you're low on confidence and you used to have confidence and you don't know why you don't have confidence anymore, but things have happened in your life and now you just don't have enough confidence. You don't have enough confidence to be who you want to be. You don't have enough confidence to go after that job that you want. You don't have enough confidence to step into what could be next for you. But what if I could tell you that just a little bit can go a long way? Just a little bit of faith, a little bit of hope, a little bit of confidence can go a long way. I I, I want you to write this down if you're taking notes. Don't wait to act. Don't wait to act on what you have because you're waiting for more. That's going to be the theme of today is I want you to act on what you have. Don't wait to act on what you have because you're waiting for more. I could do something with this little bit of faith, with this little bit of hope, with this little bit of confidence, but I need more before I take that step. I need more before I'm going to apply for that job. I need more before I'm going to have that conversation with my wife, with my husband. I need more before I take that step in the relationship. What if we didn't wait to act And we said, this is what I have. This is who I am now. This is where I am in life. I'm not going to wait until God gives me more faith. I'm not going to wait until someone trusts me more. I am going to act on what I have. Because a little can go a long way. That's what Jesus was saying. The kingdom of heaven is like a little tiny bit of yeast that permeates all of the dough. Just a little bit of heaven, a little bit of love can change everything. 
There was this, I was uh, uh, in a meeting the other day. We were at uh, Bean and Brew as a local coffee shop. And there was this little girl, maybe this tall, you know, two years old maybe. And she was just having the time of her life. She was just smiles all around. She was waving at everybody, doing this kind of wave. And not one person who looked over there didn't smile back at her. How do you not smile back? You got to be a real grump to not smile back at a baby, little baby. And everyone, she, she was just making everyone smile. Just a little bit of love, a little bit of smile can go a long way. Where in your life do you feel like, I, I have a little bit of this, but I just need more before I can do something with it? I want to challenge you today. That's my challenge for you today. I want you to act on what you have. If you have a little tiny, let's say a mustard seed of faith, (laughs) I want you to act on that small little tiny seed of faith. Because a little bit can go a long way. If you're taking notes, I want you to write this down too. When we act on what we have, We activate our faith. That's what's so brilliant about the kingdom of heaven. That's what's so brilliant about the faith that God has given us. When we act on that faith, we activate our faith. You see that? When we we choose to act on it, now that faith, that hope, that love, that confidence becomes activated, and now it starts to grow. Now, maybe the same thing doesn't work with money. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. But sometimes, for us, money is not the problem because there are ways to make more money. You can work more, right? Jason, our friend Jason here, he's always bragging about how much he works. Don't, don't get him, don't get him. Is anybody going to get him started? Jordan, get him started, please. I want you to act on what you have. Do you need money? Maybe you can work some extra shifts. Maybe you can get a side job for a while. Maybe you can Uber for a while. Not for your whole life and not so you can stop being broke, but so you can activate something in you that reaches out for more. Instead of waiting for more, how can we reach for more? Instead of waiting for someone to love us the way we need, how can we love others the way that they need to be loved and activate our love? Instead of waiting for more confidence to to go out and do something, to to go out and meet people, instead of waiting for the confidence that we need to go apply for that job, what if we just clicked apply? What if we just went out and shook somebody's hand? Just walk around like this today. See who takes your hand. Good to meet you. I am terrified of meeting new people. That's the truth. I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> I, I am terrified of meeting new people. But what I do is I act on just the little bit of confidence that I have. Or sometimes I borrow confidence. Sometimes I borrow trust. That was another message we did in this series. We talked about the, you, know, you being able to borrow somebody's faith. Maybe you have no faith. You have no trust. You have no hope. You can borrow a little bit and then act on what you have. How can you act on what you have right now? How can you act on the faith that you have right now? How can you act on the confidence that you have right now? What would change in your life, in your marriage, in your friendship, at your job, 
If you were to say, I'm not going to wait for more. I'm not going to wait for this to happen. I'm not going to wait for things to come to me. I'm going to act on what I have. I'm going to be who I am right now at the heart. Here at the heart, we, we like to talk about a lot how we're on this journey of faith. We're on this journey trying to figure life out, trying to, trying to figure things out. And, and I like to stress the importance of needing to be right where you are in that journey. Because in a journey of faith, or in a marriage, in a relationship, at a job, we have this constant desire to be further along than we are, right? When my wife and I first got married, I was like, okay, my parents, they have this many cars, and they already own a house, so we need to hurry up and catch up to where they are. It doesn't matter. They've been doing it 20 years longer than I have. That doesn't matter. I need to hurry up and catch up. Not satisfied with where we are right here. You get a job, somebody gets promoted, you're like, what? They're not better than me. I need to, okay, I'm not, now I'm ready for the promotion. When's that promotion coming next? When's that new job coming? We're constantly, uh, we can constantly be in this place where we're looking for more. Where we're, trying to, we're trying to be past where we are in life, and there's so much power if we can just say, this is where I am, this is who I am, and this is what I have right now. A lot of times in our journey of faith, I know I felt this way for sure, as we, we look at our journey of faith and we think, man, I, I wish I just, I wish I had more faith. We see somebody who, you know, sings a little bit better, <laughs> goes to church a little bit more, volunteers at church a little bit more, seems to be able to trust God for everything, has a prayer after everything, and you think, man, I, I, I wish... I wish I could be where they are in their faith. And we forget about the power of being right where we are in our faith. That's what I see here in this story, and that's what I want to encourage you, encourage you with and remind you today is what do you have? Use it. Where are you right now in your journey of faith? Be there. Let yourself really be there. When it comes to, to uh, things that, that we don't want to feel, sometimes we get depressed, sometimes we get sad, sometimes we get angry. And in the world, society, a lot of people will say, well, okay, time to, time, to done, time to be done being sad. Time to be done being angry. Time to be done being depressed. And something I'm learning in my life is like, actually, I'm going to spend a little moment here and understand this. If this is where I am, then this is where I'm going to be. I always tell my wife, uh, I didn't ask her about this, uh, I always tell my wife that I like when she's angry. She doesn't believe me. I say, I like when she's angry because she's really being where she is. I would rather her be angry with me and say what's really on her mind than put it away, stow it, and it just bubbles up. That's true. That's true. Instead of trying to be past where you are, instead of, instead of waiting for something to happen more, I want you to act on what you have. Because when you act on the faith that you have now, it activates your faith to grow. Be where you are. What would that look like for you today? What would that look like for you this week? If you said, I'm just going to be where I am. I'm not going to wish things were the way they used to be. And I'm not going to wish that things were different than they are. 
I don't know what's going on in your life. It, it, maybe things do need to be different. Maybe things do need to change. So I'm not saying everything should be fine. But what I am saying is what if just for five minutes out of this week, you said, I'm just going to be where I am right now. And I don't have a lot of faith. And I don't have a lot of trust. And I don't have a lot of joy. But what I do have, I'm going to act on. I'm not feeling very loving, but what little I do have, I'm going to act on. Wonder what could change for you this week in your life if you could do that just this once. One last thing I want you to write down if you're taking notes. It's a real simple idea. Your hope, your faith can encourage your community. Just like that little girl at the coffee shop walking around smiling at people. Your, lit, your little bit of hope can encourage your community. And the same thing works the other way. Someone else's little bit of hope can encourage you. I can walk somewhere, uh, walk into somewhere in a bad mood. And there's a, there's a handful of people. I know if they're there, that bad mood's probably not going to last very long because they infect me with their good mood. Matt Worthington, you know, you got a Matt here. Matt's one of those people. It's hard not to smile around Matt. What would happen this week if you acted on what you have? You didn't wait for more. What if you didn't need to wait for more faith? If you didn't need to wait for more confidence? If you didn't need to wait for more trust, for more hope? You didn't need to wait for more, more joy, and you could say, I'm going to act on what I have. I've shared this before years ago, so if you've heard the story, deal with it, I guess. But uh, many years ago, my wife and I, we were, we kind of looked around at our life and we realized we didn't have a lot of good friends. We didn't have a lot of good people around us. This is many years ago, present, all present company excluded. This is many, many years ago. We were in our 20s. That's how long ago this was. Whoa. Everything was black and white. And we realized we didn't have any good friends. And, and it was almost like a little bit self-reflective, like, okay, well, we are the common denominator here. You know, are we, not, are we not good friends? And so I decided then that I was just going to pour into every friendship that I had. Anytime I met someone... I was like, okay, if this is a friend, then I'm going to make this happen. And that's what I've done ever since then. And now, uh, I think I shared this the other day, that Amber, she was like, I think you have too many friends. The amount of, she said this, the amount of friends that you have stresses me out. <laughs> How do you keep up with so many people? <laughs> I just, I, I, I think back and I, it was really tough not having any friends, and I was like, well, I'm just going gonna, gonna to go from here. And so now, every text, every double tap on Instagram, every like on Facebook, I feel like this is a friend, and you're getting I mean, I don't even do likes on Facebook anymore. It's just all hearts. You know what I mean? Who does a like, you know? Not me. And that's not, it, it, it's, it's not a brag. It's not like I'm a great friend. It's that, well, I had a little bit. I had a little bit, and I said, I'm going to use this. I'm going to use what I have. And now I feel like I don't want to ever let that go. 
What is it for you? What is it for you in your life that you have a little bit of that you can act on now? Maybe you're not ready to act on it, but what can you act on? Maybe you're scared to act on it, but what can you act on? If faith has been difficult for you lately, what would happen this week if you acted on that faith? If you let yourself have the faith that you want to have? That's my challenge for you this week. If you could, real quick, close your eyes and bow your heads. I want to challenge you with this today. I'm going to pray for us. And I'm going to ask you to raise your hand in a moment if you're willing to accept this challenge. And that challenge is you're going to act on what you have. I don't know what that is for you. Maybe you need to act on what you have, your hope, your faith, your trust, your confidence, your joy. But you're going to act on it this week. If you think you can do that on the count of three, raise your hand. One, two, three. Put it up. Put it up. This is not a promise you're making to me. This is something for you that you're going to act on what you have this week. Okay, put them down. Let's pray. God, we are so grateful for the faith that you have given us. I pray that we would be bold enough and brave enough to act in that this week. That when we're not confident where we are, we can remember to be exactly where we are and know that that's where we need to be. Thank you for the chance to do this with you and for you. And we pray that in your name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, our mission and goal is to connect people to the heart of God. If you would like to pursue a relationship with Jesus Christ, please visit us at www.theheart.church for more information. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who might benefit from it. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we'd like to invite you to visit us this Sunday morning. We have two experiences for you to choose from at 9.30 and 11 a.m., all happening at the Spot Cinema House and Eatery. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how our relationships grow and how your faith grows.